All right, here we go. The date is 419. We are only two hours and 50 minutes away from the old 420. That's I right. I didn't realize that, but it is 419, <laughs> 2022. Man, did we just did we just jump this off on the wrong foot? <laughs> nah, but uh, I guess you know when we're thinking about where to stop, uh, where to start this episode here, it's like, man, uh, you know, I see we were just talking about like the the shutdowns and are are the the shutdowns in Shanghai maybe leading to the ports backing up and I think I haven't really thought about this much but uh you know the economic the economical downturn seems to be like uh not getting any better you know right oh yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. I didn't I haven't really thought about it in a while because there's so many other things that go on in the news and they don't really talk about those things but it's like you know Man, it, it could be a worry if stores just continue to be empty in America. People are so used to getting what they want. Right now, like, it doesn't take a long way to fall for people to get really uncomfortable. Right. feels like. I know we've stressed this a lot of times, but... It's going to slow down a lot of work. People are going to lose a lot of money when we don't get items to sell to people. People are going to be losing jobs. Construction is going to slow down. Stores are going to slow down, not have the item to go out there. Many people are going to end up losing money due to what's going on in China. Yeah, yeah, right. The COVID lockdowns are not helping. Like it, we just yep. don't even think about the things on those ships, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. And as uh, as we were just talking about just a second ago, you know, this is from the the Sea Trade Maritime dot uh, com. Is that a disruption is growing to shipping and logistics, shipyards and production as Shanghai's lockdowns continue? So Shanghai, you know, is one of the biggest. Trade ports on the planet, really. I mean, what did you say, Jeremy? 17% of the world's trade 15, comes through yeah, there? 15%? 15%. According to the UN, uh, between 1978 and 2020, 14.7% of the global total exporter of manufactured goods. Right. I think the real question, what we have to ask is, are the people in Shanghai wearing masks? They don't because have to in their own house, and oh, that's they where don't? they're stuck right well, now. Well, that's, that's yeah. the problem. That's what will get rid of it. Make them wear masks in their own house, and then it will be that'll 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 do it. Uh, that'll be it. Uh, Game over right there. We well, see the problem though is that they're they're stepping out on their balconies and they're screaming so much. They're just putting that COVID out into the air yeah. when they scream, uh, man. And it's yeah. just, uh, how do we no. make them not scream anymore? <laughs> oh, maybe you should <laughs> let them eat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it really is a terrible thing that we shouldn't no, talk about. No, but we're no, not. no, well, but it's not even joking about it. I mean, it's like, what else the hell do you do about it? It's disgusting, you know. Really, you know. It's like the reason we laugh is because it's like, how do we even have this conversation that people could do this to other people? Why would? Why should we even have to have this? conversation? Yes, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, <laughs> I it is. My I'll tell you what, man. No, no, it's it's messed up. And the other thing is. We 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 are not far removed from that either. Here, it's not like we can escape that. Like th- that could come to us, man. Well, you know, where where I'd, I'd say, I'd say we're we're pretty far removed from the authorities literally welding us in our own homes. But I think we're I, 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 but I, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you, know, you know what? Probably. This is actually a, uh, a good little thing to bring up right now. Perfect segue for it is the. Uh, they just lifted the mask mandates, right, for the air air travel. The CDC, or a the CDC didn't lift it. A judge overturned the CDC's decision. We should slow clap. And, 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. For real. Welcome to 2022, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Two weeks to slow the spread. Take the mask We're off. coming back. <laughs> We're coming back. Right? There's these videos, you know, of people clapping and cheering on the airplanes as they're told you can take your face masks off. And, you, and you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing, you know, and it's something that we should be glad for. But at the same time, it's like, why did it even happen, man? Like, you're cheering because the government gave you back... Yeah, your you know the freedom you, you have should have had all that, along. Now have you have conceded like, that they have that? Right. So Tom McDonald wrote yeah. a song, uh, "God We Trust." Recently, I don't know if y'all have heard of that or not. I think I have. Tom I think I yeah. And, I do. There, he makes a comment about that and about it's called social conditioning. Uh-huh. And you were talking about it's horrible what China's doing. Part of me says we're chasing the same thing. We're just doing it in a different manner. Absolutely. You said you know why are we even having to have this conversation? And I think China said. Do it. Lock down. You're not allowed to. And they're going to take military personnel and back it up. And I think we might be, the government, I say we, the government, might be chasing it by giving us entertainment and helping us lock ourselves yeah, getting down. Getting us comfortable with things and with then, and then taking it away. Right. Incrementally. You know I mean? No, you're right. And that's why I also say that we're not far from well, it because our leaders want us. They want that control over our population, just like China has theirs. Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. not that Bread they don't. Circuses. All, all of the it's countries, always, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a worldwide, this is definitely a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, all countries are suffering from this. Uh, there's an, uh, this elitist system that seems to be, have have their hand in every single country, man. Yeah. And, and distorting it, and, and mm. everyone kind of has their own. We all got vices. But, yeah. Even if you ain't got no money. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. got some vice holding you down. The rich people got billions of dollars. They just have their vices might go a little further. They might yeah, be a sure. little bit more. If and if power's your thing and you're loaded, man, you get a lot of stuff accomplished. Yeah, absolutely you can, man. Yeah, you can pay a lot of people money. You know, that can get you far. Yeah. <laughs> now it's kind of freaky, you know, in, in the way that the world works like that, really. But that is the truth of the world. You just for better or for worse. That is the truth. Yeah. And that is the way that it works. And, uh, you know, I think Elon Musk, you know, that's something I'd like to actually talk about is, uh, you know, Elon Musk said that, I believe, I read that he said he, he believes that Putin is substantially richer than he is. Oh, P- Putin is probably... That's the, insane. One, if not the one of the richest people on the planet. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's not goes, like bashing or anything. Is, I'm saying that's crazy you know, to think about. The IRS about, you know? can't exactly, uh, you know, audit Putin. You know, nobody freaking knows what yeah, he has, yeah. how much he has, you know? And, you know, that, that's that's the wild card there. You know, and, and there's been an episodes before where we talked about Elon Musk, and it's like, the one criticism I've actually really had of him is that it's like, dude, why would you spend so much money trying to go to Mars right now when you can see the problems we have here that, that, that really could take a, a, a brain, not just your money, but your energy, you know what I'm saying? And man, did he kind of answer that? You know what I mean? Because it really does seem like what he's doing with Twitter is kind of nuts right now, man. Like I don't even know what to think about this guy. He's kind of an interesting character. He he's is. the type of guy that's going to be remembered in history. Oh, hey man, what's you he know doing on Twitter? Well, he did. You haven't oh, seen. Oh man, you haven't heard about what he. Was. So he bought. He bought, He went ahead and bought. Uh, like as much steak as you can buy. I think about 8%. It was, it was 9%. He beca- yeah, 9%. He became 9%. the largest stakeholder in Twitter for about two days. Yes. Before, yeah, who go was ahead. it? A, uh, a, a, a large, we'd have to get uh, this right. You can look Vanguard. It yeah, Vanguard. Vanguard. That's oh, Vanguard. it. Yeah, uh-huh. And of course, because Vanguard and BlackRock for sure, essentially no. own everything. 
in a okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, They own Burger King and McDonald's. They own yeah. you know they own all the competitors. Uh-huh. They own both of them, right? Okay, you know? so, so, and so, so they, they course, bought ten percent, and they basically said because they were so Elon was going to come on the board, and then he backed out and said, you know what? I know I'm not going to have any <coughs> enough say so like this. I'll tell you what. I will buy Twitter for $52 or $54.20 a share, which is way over what the price was. It was a generous, okay? $54.20. Dude, why would he do that? You think he did that on purpose, though, right? You think he did that on purpose? I don't know. Elon Elon Musk is a huge troll. Yeah, There's exactly. No, no for sure that. he did that. Why was he extremely intelligent? Yeah, yeah. no, no. And, but it's also a pope because he's been on Joe Rogan's right? podcast yeah, and smoked sure. weed with them. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, it's a pope. For oh, sure. Yeah. So, so then he goes and offers. Then, so for all the sh- their shareholders, you know, now it becomes like this moral dilemma of like, oh, your shareholders are supposed to ma- if that's good for them, you know, they should make that decision, not some board. Mm-hmm. You know, but basically, uh, they rejected his offer, as far right. as I know. And but he said in an interview recently on a TED talk that there is a plan B. This was before they said no or anything. Uh-huh. And they said, So, Elon, I have to ask you, if Twitter rejects your offer and they don't allow you to buy it, is there a plan B? And he like is quiet for like five seconds. He's like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, What is the plan B? He's like sits there for five seconds, he's like, Maybe for another time. <laughs> So it's like it's like this is but but the thing about Elon Musk is 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 now I think he has realized and, and I and I really do believe this that he is kind of someone that's putting his energy and everything where he feels like it genuinely needs to be. Man, I mean, what's yeah. the what's the potential of space travel? This is obviously we have problems here. Um, when is the planet too far gone? How much oil have we sucked out before tectonic plates? Quit working like they're supposed to. We've seen a rise in earthquakes already. When have we? When when do we need to start looking to exiting the planet? Well, I think to it's fine. Society. I I think I and man, this is again, man. I, I who who really knows? I'll be right, glad right, before right, it happens. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm saying I am saying this. I I think I think it's always good to explore the yeah. heavens and beyond. Yeah. Right? It's always good to continue on exploring that. I'm all for it, but. Think Magic. about it. I mean, if you really, like, by saying that you want, saying you're going to go to Mars is like saying, it's like societal suicide. You're saying we have given up. It has gotten that bad where we are giving up. I don't think, I think if we did, if, if, the, if people like Elon Musk genuinely put their resources in to doing things that they felt like re-sustained a foundation of positivity, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do think, I don't think we're far enough gone. You know, and like, if the earth... There's what's better. I mean, how how bad would Earth have to be for Believe Mars right. to be fucking better or a spaceship? Yeah, dude. yeah. I couldn't imagine. So how long well, will we stay here? How many I, centuries? I, I, I think I, I would see that. I would see that there would be a major phenomenon to where humans don't have the ability to leave the planet anymore before we realize it. Before it's before we're able to get far enough to do anything about it. There might be people who leave, you know, and say, man, it's getting bad. But then all of a sudden, you know, something, an asteroid yeah. could hit or, or tectonic yeah. plates could move, giant volcano or whatever they say could happen, right? Yeah. And it could, it could just devastate populations. And remember, our society is sustained 
because people work. Yeah, no, people for sure. sustain it. Uh huh. Elon Musk said something recently too. Just since we're on this topic, and see what you think about this. He said so many people think that that overpopulation is a problem. He was like, I think, I think there's not enough people. I think there's not going to be like. There's not going to be it like in one situation with everything we need to run our society and that we're looking for that we look towards. It won't function if people are not there to help it function. Whether you think machines can function or not, yeah. you need people. That was kind of his argument, and uh, I thought that was a fascinating argument coming from him, somebody who is very machine, right. you know, driven and stuff yeah. to make that. And I and I actually I had always thought the kind of the other way. A little bit like, man, there's a lot of people on this planet, but I mean, that's the that's the way well, there's of the those world. Stones in in Georgia, I think it is that talk about overpopulation mm-hmm. and how you should, you know, that's some guidelines. I couldn't even tell you exactly what I'm talking about, but right. I know these stones. I've heard of them. Yeah, I've okay? heard of them. Um, and uh, so people have thought about that for a long time. I think it's just a manage a mismanagement of individuals that cause the problem. We as human beings. Are human beings. Yeah, that's a good point. You know man. what I'm saying? There, if there, there could be more of us if we knew how to handle ourselves. There's enough land on Earth for every family to have an acre, okay, and still be land left over, that's right. sustainable. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do with an acre if you put your nose to the ground and do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a mismanagement. We live in cities. We we destroy. We literally are a virus to the planet. We show up. We strip it of its natural resources, pour concrete inside inside that thing, and just manage to... And the reason we do that is not because we're immoral, but it's because that's where investment goes. And right. That, and, so, yeah. and so by, by these people changing their minds uh-huh. and seeing that and investing in it, I think is a really positive thing, and it should be applauded when it happens. Yeah. You know, just like we, you shit on things when they happen. What do you think about that overpopulation? Think it's a problem? My, my first instinct is to say that overpopulation would be a problem. You know, that, that's my, wasn't at what point that's would it be a problem? At some point, it would be, okay. right? Like, at some point, it would be. Right, definitely. at some point, it would be. If, if I think, <laughs> if we want to see, first of all, like, what we, you know, I don't think any of us sitting in this room want, to, want there to be less wilderness. You know, I think we are all nature lovers and people who yeah. like the outdoors here, and we don't want to see these large sections. What large sections of untouched wilderness do still remain? I, I, I personally don't want to see them developed onto or anything like that. I would like for there to still be some wilderness out there. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think save the only some, the save only some other land for the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's save some farmland for Bill Gates, guys. Yeah. All right. Now, but. <laughs> But, the alien. Uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, your only alternative to that would be for your cities to really start going up, right? Yeah, be, sure. Things would really start to have to be going up and you'd really start to have cram, cram a lot of people into little spaces, yeah. right? And, uh, I mean, as long as I don't get forced to move to one of those cities, I guess it would be okay. But I don't think that those kinds of super cities would really be uh, compatible with our with our American idea of liberty, you know, and stuff. They would really have to, I think that we would really see some measures made in, in those sorts of situations that would make us pause, you know. Uh, 
to kind of throw back, uh, because I missed a couple of topics there, uh, when it comes to the space travel thing, you know, and a lot of people will say, why is why are they putting all this money into, you know, getting to Mars or traveling to space when we have all these problems here? Uh, I think that people should also think about how, you know, a lot of inventions have come out of much larger projects, maybe that didn't necessarily even get accomplished, but they came up with like 10 different innovations in the yeah, process. Yeah, that's a great point. You know? no, and so as, well, we can, yeah. as we continue to try and uh, push further into space, and so we're going to have to make new who innovations. Knows what will come who knows what, will, what new innovations and inventions will that's come That's a point that. very well uh, taken, yeah. To the whole getting off the planet thing, I can see where you're coming from. I think things would really... I mean, literally, the super volcanoes would have to be erupting. Yeah, you know, before, like, before people would seriously like, okay, we're getting on the ship and we're going, you know. We're, yeah. we're, we're hitting the launch button. Uh, one thing I do know is that, like, if that happened tomorrow... Ain't none of us three getting on that. No, yeah. 99.999% yeah, exactly. of everyone is still going to be God. screwed. Yeah. You know, I think I think that that's only an escape plan for the for the mega elite. Yeah. You know, and yeah, screw those guys it? if we're all going to die, they need to die with us. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's the start of a colony. I mean, Elon Well, I mean, but, but uh, again, basically they're going into the unknown. I mean, they might live for a while out there, but they yeah. may float to their Hey, I've seen the end slow of Don't demise, look up. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other. Yeah. Well, and I will. Uh, I point point well taken on on both of them. Yeah. Uh, that first point, especially though, or you know about uh, about things leading to other things. I think that's exactly right. But man, I think I think with the other uh, with 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 Jeremy and him saying like if everyone there's so much land that. People could space out a little bit because I think the way cities can have you can have a lot of people in in cities, but you know you cannot you know the more people that go into a city and the more space that people are not allowed to have, the less you can possibly depend on them to ration for themselves at all. Period. Right, sure. You know, and so cities should and organizers in cities should really think about that. Instead I mean, of attracting well, more commerce and more yeah. and more of this, they should think about their residents in that way and so, say, you know, how, how can we, you know, develop urban centers to where we might not be able to produce all of our stuff because we can't, but we can at least start to be a part of that, like, yeah. really. So they've been well, thinking about that for a while. Some places th- have. You can go sure, on the yeah. UN website and read about Agenda 21, and they're talking about how to create a sustainable society, moving everybody into walkable cities it's a couple hundred page document, but it definitely oh, talks okay, about okay. You said like to, on a federal level. On a fe- on a, no, on a UN level. Yeah. The United oh, oh, Nations. okay, yeah, wow. It's called okay. Agenda 21. Okay, They've well, if I've heard of that recently. before, I just didn't know that's what that's it was. That's a legit document, and yeah. their, idea is, is, their idea is right, right? They, they need to think about how to take care of people in cities. Well, one way they do that is they move everybody into a city. Walkable cities to release our carbon, to drop our carbon footprints. This is how the document states that as being. And you have the ability to, they bust people out into rural areas and make the food for the people who are living in cities. They put massive thought into that same thing you're talking so do about. You, so, but, uh, you know, here's the thing. You know, this is the problem is, is do we trust the same people 
You and I probably do. You, no. <laughs> like, like, but it's hard. Like, so who gets to make those calls about who who is watching out for the Earth and who's watching out for the betterment? Because yeah. that's that's yeah. where I think the base of this show comes to life. Right. Did you, because I, so I really is... do believe that the answer has to be within each individual. Amen, brother. It right. has to start there. You cannot. It cannot come from the top down. No, it amen. just can't. We all have something right. burning inside of us that is hard to pinpoint, you know, where it comes from or what it is. It, you know, it's really the driving force of mankind. Right. You know, religion, spirituality, you know, your sense of your, your connection to the universe and, like, where we come from, where we go. You know what I mean? And, man, you cannot strip that and just look at people like, oh, we need to control this population. Like, lit- I know this gets thrown around, but literally... Like you would a herd of sheep. You know what right. I mean? Like that's a way different thing than human beings. Like yeah. we are, we are, we have a, a, a very different like outlook towards the world. You know, we were not made like sheep were. Right. And so that's not the, that's not the solution. You right. know, the solution is to, is to, <laughs> we need to allow people to, we need to educate each other, keep yeah. talking, communicate and learn things from each other. That seems to be a much Bet it's not perfect, but it seems to be like a much better way, and I'll right. take it. No, I agree. I mean, you know, and you, you, like you said, it's not perfect, and we, I, did, I, I don't speak for the two of you, but I do not advocate for any sorts of utopias. You know, I don't, I don't claim that any of our, uh, you know, ideas of libertarianism and liberty would lead to utopia. I mean, there's still going to be deer that have to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one thing I'll, uh, I'd say that we should keep in mind, too, about the whole overpopulation thing, too, you know, is Elon Musk, he's a, he's a private individual, you know, who, uh, who runs, you know, private industries. I know he gets a lot of government subsidies for, for a lot of his hey, stuff. He wants to take Twitter but, uh, private, by the way, too. That was another right? part of that, right? Yeah. Yep. But, so it makes sense that, you know, he would be average, he would say that we need more people. You know, to so that we so that he, there can be more workers. You know, to to accomplish more and stuff. I think that uh, on the other end of that, the people who want to control things, and I don't think Elon Musk really wants to control things. You know, he he probably would have much more of that sense of it has to happen organically. You know, yeah. and if Tesla or his corporations or whoever has to be, you know, the, the sort of catalyst to get something like that going in the private industry. You know, I think that's kind of what Elon Musk sees happening. Whereas on the other end, the government and the authority, the UN, you know, the, the and the people who pull those sorts of strings like the World Economic Forum, you know, who, I mean, people who have attended the World Economic Forum and the Davos group, I mean, they're all over cabinets and, and governments all over the world, you know, including our own. And they, I do not believe, want to see more people. Higher populations are harder to control, you know, and so. Uh, but well, to, I like yeah. what you're saying. I want you in the y'all heard of the Green New Deal? Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah, the Green oh, yeah. New okay. Deal. I just want to read. And you. That's been around for a while. Yeah, right? like the, the, the yeah, base of that. Is, what I'm going to read you is in 2018. This is literally the wow. first line of the bill under under resolution. Okay, it says whereas the October 2018 report entitled "Special Report on Global Warning." of 1.5 by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change in the November 2018 Fourth National Climate Assessment Report found that the number one thing 
Human activity is the dominant cause of the observed climate change over the past century. And then the remainder of the Green New Deal, end quote, after that, the remainder of the Green New Deal is all about how to change climate change and just said that we are the cause of our own destruction. Yeah, right? exactly. So yeah. you're right. It starts with you and I, but there's this government out there that yeah, is like, no, I want to... And again, the ones that have all the money, money yeah. that can pay for the things, and they really drive the influence. Right. And that's why when people say, why do we even care about this stuff? Well... You might not, and you might turn your head, but they—they they they are, are. there, and they—they they, they are in a big way, in a big, way, much bigger way than you can, even yeah. if you oh, care. Man, yeah. You get, but you pushing back and coming to the table. Oftentimes, I think we look at people who are mega rich and stuff like they're a different world. That might be the way that they grow to respect you one day is by coming to the table and say. I at least conversate. Yeah, I'll at least be there, you know. And that's how we draw respect, man. Communication is a a big way, and and you can disagree, agree to disagree. That's fine, you know. They might shoot you. They might pay a hitman to shoot you. I sure hope not. You know. Yeah, I hope not. Man, that's the thing. I hope he said the right thing. I hope they would. I hope they would respect you for that. Be like, man, look at that person. Like that's why I don't understand what's going on right now. Like when you see that Joe Rogan has had success, right? Someone like Joe Rogan or or Russell Brand they kind of go after, or Elon Musk, you know? Like, why make that person your enemy? You know, like, why does this... Even if they are changing you and molding you and calling you out for things, like, why not take that? You know, like, I don't understand what's so bad about that. Like, we all say that growth is good. Like, for you too, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you have a lot of money, like, you may need some growth in your life. Like, open up your mind. Yeah. You know, and that doesn't come if people that are living in our situation don't at least talk right. and come to the table. We just sit around and get pissed off and think there's two different worlds, which there kind of is. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way necessarily. And Dan, we have to think of some type of solution moving forward. I mean, if you have kids, you can't sit here and not try. For sure. I mean, I feel like, For you sure. know, and that's another big thing. But I also wanted to, I was thinking about something, Dan, I haven't forgot something in a while. Yeah, but I think I did. I was going to turn though. something over. I was actually going to ask, Jer- oh, oh you, we were talking about the kids and being controlled. So this is the real tying that back in, too, of like controlling a population. This is why I think it's so important to not have kids wear masks and just get vaccinations and teach them just do what they're told in that way. Because, man, you know, you're training a whole population of people yeah. to just... Boom, do it. And, and there's still kids out there like wearing masks and stuff. Like, what do you think about that? It's a well, real danger, right? I, I, you know, I've noticed some kids wearing masks and their parents aren't. Thank you. I was yeah. just talking to somebody about that, dude. <laughs> okay. And yeah. so, I actually, let's, let's, I mean, science is real for legit. Everybody can understand. We, our whole lives based off of just gravity. It's real, right? It exists. Um, but, you know, my, I'm not against uh, all vaccinations if they're, Tested and proven and around for a long time, then by all means, take it. If you know that yeah. it's healthy and it really does have an impact yeah. in health. Or if it I makes mean, you feel better, you know. Or whatever, if it makes whatever. you feel better. But, I mean, the polio vaccine saved millions. Killed a lot yeah. of people, but probably saved millions yeah. of people's lives. Um, you know, it's uh, the the idea of uh, if, if the government, uh, if a higher power has to come to you and say, you have to take this Ooh. to continue to live life and continue to move, that's where the problem exactly comes in. Exactly right. That's okay? exactly right. right. You don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You want to you 
get a vaccine, get a vaccine. You want to skinny dip in the Gulf of Mexico where there's bull sharks? You know, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Tell him, man. You know what I mean? We read way too. I, dude, I watched this. I follow this thing called Sharks Happen online. Yeah, and it's just this guy that goes over shark stories. He's like a just read all the shark stories, like different attacks and uh-huh. stuff, man. Dude, some of the shark attack stories, and I and I know oh, they're I'm not insane. that common. Yeah, I know they're not. But man, would you want to be one of those? You know, man. Could oh, you imagine man. being in chest deep water? And you have this thing that's three times as long as you, or even two times as long as you, trying to pull you in yeah. by its teeth. Your blood's coming out now. Yeah, and what do you do? Oh, I mean, you're out there swimming. You're out there trying to fight, man. You're out there swimming, trying to get away. The shark is eating you. Some dude on the beach recording you with the camera. Yeah. He's being eaten so by a great white. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah, the yeah. He's being eaten by yeah. a great white. Did you see that? I did. I dude. did. <laughs> Guy's fishing. He was. Guy's trying to, I think he was trying to catch the shark. He didn't even put the pole down the whole time. I think time. he was trying to catch the shark. Low key, I think he was trying to catch the shark, dude. Jerk, man. Come on. Now, that guy. Come on, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, I know man. you can't help, but come on, man. What are you doing? A little, you know. Yeah. What, what do you do? Jump in and save him? I, I have actually really stopped. Okay, if I'm there, and, I, and let's say I, I have my phone, I might have had a panic attack, dude. I might have I thought, like, is this really happening right now? Yeah. Is this really happening? Am I? Did that really just happen? Like, yeah. is that is that person like? Who had, is that? Had, who was had, that? You know had what I mean? Nobody like, recorded it. We wouldn't know it. Yeah, no, yeah. for real. And that's what this one guy says. Like, man, there will be tourist destinations and stuff, and they will push this stuff under the rug, man. They oh, will man. try, you know, by yeah. saying like, "Oh, no shark attacks here." It's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, they're more scared of you than they are than you sure. are of them. Yeah. It's like that guy says at the end of every episode, he's like, "Remember, if you get in that water, you are more scared of those sharks." Than they are. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You are right, Somebody brother." Tell the truth, man. No, but it's the absolute truth. Yeah, it's yeah. it. It's like going to India and walking down one of those rivers and saying those lion, the tigers are more scared of you. That, no, they're not yeah. going to mess with you. Dude, they're scared of you. They don't even want to see you. They will eat your face. <laughs> right there with no remorse at all. Lick their lips after they get yeah. done with it. No, they'll literally try to like pull you off. Yeah. Like, and now they didn't want to take you. you know? Yeah. Dude. But it's it's for real, dude. Like, even, and it's any, it could happen to anybody. That's why, as people, we can laugh about it. Because, shit, dude, nature's real, man. Oh, man. You want to play that game. It's like, I've thought about it like, man, could I really get in my life and get to the point where I could try to go climb uh, Denali? You know, some people know it's Mount McKinley, but no. Like, you know, could I, could I climb enough mountains to get so good at it that I could do that? And I think, you, when you go, when you, t- when you take that peak, when you take that leap right there, you're, you're like, okay, this is for real, you know? I could die on this trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to kind of... Because you know, like, nature's unforgiving. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I'm yeah, sure it depends on your I circumstances. I saw it, but I only saw the base. Well, I mean, couldn't almost, see the top. What, 22,000 22, feet high? Denali? Yeah. It's tallest mountain in North America. Yeah, third yeah, tallest in the world. Yep. You know? Wow. Yeah, I mean, yep. over 20,000 feet. That's a whole new level of Dude, mountain right there. At 9,000 feet, your brake fluid freezes in your car. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, well, we. I have been. I've been right at under thirteen thousand, and I'm going over thirteen thousand. Yeah, this year. 
This and, year. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, that, in that's August, real. we're heading up there. In New Mexico, yeah. Whatever yep. But I think when you do these things, I think you train, and I think you train endurance, and, and it does help us that we have some elevation. But I have really learned that uh, if you're coming from low elevation and going into elevation, go do it and leave. So you don't start battling elevation sickness and stuff. Because yeah. once that stuff kicks in, you can start getting to where you just want to go home. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to be there no more. Right. And if you stay there too long, you know, and you do it too long, I think you can affect yourself with altitude sickness, elevation sickness, you know, whatever yep. you call that. But yeah, I mean, we kind of we kind of veered off topic there. But yeah. I mean, nature yeah, is a beast, yeah. and that's the thing. And and uh, yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. why we veered off there. But is there any other yeah. topics that we want to discuss? We we could do one more if we want yeah, to talk about something. See. Is there yeah, anything what, else, what, Jeremy? What, you want to talk about something? Is? Is there anything on your mind? What's on your mind, man? Uh, no, man. I was thinking about VR when you were talking about uh, virtual reality. Virtual yeah, reality. That's a good when thing to talk about. about driving, or when you're talking about climbing Denali. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can take people with you. You know that you're surfing. You can take people with you. I was thinking about VR earlier. I was talking to somebody about VR earlier. It's a different world, man. Sooner or later, you're not gonna have to do anything but sit right there in your chair and yeah. put on a headset and. Go do Off it. Off you go, man. Just and it's coming, like, now. Like it's, it, it's, well, it's some basic stuff is here, and you can definitely enjoy uh, some time on the VR and see some things you've never seen in life, and it sure does feel real sometimes. 2025. You think a lot of gamers have VR headsets, and it's it's going oh. nuts by then? Oh, man. Yeah, I know, for sure. We're clo- They're close already. Um, Quest is a huge selling thing. I've played games with people on the other side of the world at... Two o'clock in the afternoon, and it's their evening time, or whatever it might yeah, be. It's yeah. it's a worldwide thing, and I, I actually, you know, Google's trying to get free Wi-Fi out there. I think more people are gonna get onto it. You know, what do you want to do, Boone? Yeah. You can do it yeah. legit for real on VR. Yeah, but well, you did bring an interesting point because I'm not someone who's a, a huge a, a huge fan of VR like games, but I will say you brought up a great point earlier about. Uh, how you might have kids who never get to see much of anything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're seeing what it would look like to be on a mountain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there, there, is a, there is a good and bad to almost everything in our life. Yeah. And it's so important to weigh those things yeah. when you're talking about those issues or whatever. You know, again, to, to that point with Elon Musk going into space, <clears throat> I believe he is someone that's trying to get internet, like, free yeah, to the world really, because yeah, of that really, space travel yeah, again to your yeah, point yeah. is that he is trying you know that that's kind of leading to that getting more internet and getting more experience to people and who knows what type of dreams and innovation that can lead to no, you know uh, having people get that type of experience and I know it sounds silly because it may be a virtual reality experience but this could lead to a, a reality experience for them where they invent something else that's beyond that that has nothing to even do with that that, yeah. that just sparks something in them, you know. Right. So, I mean, different realities have had a massive impact on mental health issues. They found that kids who have um, social disorders and stuff have a much better ability to speak to a computer. It's never judgmental in the idea if they do have the ability to go create a persona in an online world. You have the ability to be whomever you choose to be. You don't have to be the person you are 
stuck where you are. You have this freedom about you that comes, and, and they've actually shown that there's good and bad to all of it, right? Yeah, because sure. you, there's also issues with being stuck in that persona and getting lost in that world. But I've got this book, uh, 101 Things That Are Bad For You, and it's really a book that's about things that are good and bad for you. And milk is good for you. What do they say? Milk cures, heals the bones or whatever yeah. that old saying was back in the day. But it's bad for you at the same time. You know, smoking is bad Everything. for you, but quitting smoking yeah. is bad for you. Marriage is bad for you. But quitting marriage might kill you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's you know everything, everything in balance, yeah. everything in moderation. Right. You know what I mean? Let's explore space, but help feed some people. All right. So yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so overpopulation could be bad, but underpopulation is probably yeah, bad as well. Every, everything's you know, in balance. Everything in balance. So everything Thanos, in the universe that Thanos is, is undeniable. Wrong. There's a balance yeah. in every single thing we do, man. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something, you know, that's missing in the dialogue in today's world. That everything's either, fuck, that's evil, yeah. racist, Nazi, you know, or that's, oh Let's my God, yeah, that's freaking, horrible. yeah, what are they trying to do, indoctrinate, right. take over, yeah. you know, change our, you know, everything. And so it, nothing is nothing is being looked at like, an individual issue like okay what what is there more good or more bad going to come from this what is going to come from this because so many people just get offended yeah. you know and that's that that how do you change that levi you know how do you get people to do you have elon musk by twitter i know you know i mean whatever happens with the whole vr thing i just hope that there can be a balance to it you know because that just—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a jack that's already out of the box, you know. You sure, can't, you can't put not, it back it in. Is there? You can't sure. put it back in, you know. Uh, and the VR, you can't, you can't well, put well, it back all in. of the technology, yeah, well, yeah, the, the, the entirety of it, the industrial revolution and its and its consequences. Yeah, you know, the technological <laughs> uh, revolution now. You right, know, you know, what it is. We're living in it. But uh, man, you know, yeah. Uh, I tend to focus more on the bad side effects of, of like, you know, what this whole technological revolution will cause so you know, do I. For, so do for, I. for mankind, you know, but there are definitely a lot of beneficial things that could come out of it, you know, it's all just about weighing that and, and making good decisions, you know, I mean, there's definitely going to be, just like there already are, you know, large... Uh, whole generations of kids that are just going to grow up with, you know, instead of staring at a phone like this, the phone's just going to be right in front of the face like that, you know, <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, that'll just be, that'll be a change, you know, kids are going to be just spending more time on headsets and stuff, you know, at least some kids, you know, there's going to be parents out there who will, well, so, I mean, who, weren't you talking about an economic forum that just happened recently, um, the world government, the, the world, world government, forum. the world government forum. They were talking about economic change or summit. The world government summit. Oh yeah, yep. I mean, blatantly, blatantly telling you right there. We're going to a blockchain, yeah. right? We're going to be going yes. to a digital yeah. dollar because so we're coming. going to a digital world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but it's and, and and again, whether you agree with it or not, it it does not mean you should not embrace for the fact that it's coming, whether you like it or not, and. Yeah. And you, whatever that means for you, you know, it's well, different for everybody, yeah, you know, amen. and you have to figure out what that means for you. But to, to, they're telling you that it's coming. It, they're saying it. And, and uh, 
It's coming in every way, and it's already here socially. You know, here's another question that's kind of interesting, and y'all can both take this where you want. So we see, like, Hollywood, like, the decay of Hollywood. Like, that was our... When we were growing up, that's how, you know, that was our relief. You know, movies and, and music and things like that, obviously, are, are, is, are, is our kids and their generation, is their Hollywood going to be gamers, does Seems that bother like you? It. Oh, it bugs the it bugs shit me? out of me. Well, dude. no, it doesn't. But I mean, when I think about it, it would probably, it would. In hindsight, now it bothered me. Now that all of ours were movie stars that are the way they are. No, you know. But, no, but yeah, I guess it's t- I, I don't know because. I, but listen, my you, kids are kind of removed for that from that. But when I do see my kids watching other gamers, and that's what they want to watch. Yeah. They want to watch other people playing the games yeah. they watch, uh-huh. and these people have huge followings. I see them. Yeah. Do I think some of them are kind of dorky? I look at them or something like maybe I don't. I, I look. I'm like, this is silly. What the, what do you do? I, yeah. I ask them. I'm like, why are you watching a person playing the game? You're play gonna play the game. Play, but then they do play it too. Yeah, you know, okay. and they learn things. You know, yeah. but you know, and and that's what I learned because then I started sitting down with them and watching it with them. Yeah, and I was like, okay. You know, I, I I can see why this is yeah. interesting, and it's better than somebody m- trying to indoctrinate the yeah. kids. You know, if yeah. those are just gamers and they just all enjoy this game, uh-huh. and they're spreading secrets about the game and spending their time doing that, that's fine. Yeah. When the companies and things like that that my my kids get addicted to a TV show and they start to put messages in there purposefully trying to yeah, indoctrinate yeah. people, if that really does happen, look, I'm using that word, yeah. but if that really does happen, like if that is something that has happened, which I do believe that it does in levels with some companies, I do, I don't mind them doing that. But I man, I sit down and between my wife and I, you know, we sit in the living room with our kids. I mean, yeah. like my kid, dude, my son. I mean, full disclosure, he plays Mortal Kombat 3. That's a graphic game, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah. Wait, no, is it 3? What is it? What's it? No, oh, the, no 8. 8. No, something. 8. The newest, one of the newer okay. ones. You know, and I mean, dude, when I say they rip each other's skins off, they literally eat the inside of their body, put the skin back, and then pee on it. Uh-huh. That's the stuff they do, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's freaking disturbing. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like we were talking about Grand Theft Auto, you know? Oh, my goodness. Like, but, but again, I, I, but then I sit down with my son and I say, remember, son, this is just a game. This is just a game. Yeah. He's a human, and, and he, I feel like he understands that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I truly do. And, yeah. and it's like, you've got to let kids be kids. But if you now, if you don't have that conversation, mm-hmm. and they just wake up and they're just games all day, mm-hmm. and no one ever has that conversation yeah. with them, yeah. now we have a real problem. Oh. You know? No, you know, I mean, to that point, like you were saying earlier, that you were playing like this poker game and that everybody had like guns and uh-huh. stuff, you know? And in the game, you point a gun at someone and pull the trigger and confetti comes out. You know, now you're going to be having, I mean, in a nation like ours, We're where gaming, real yeah. guns yeah, that could are be very prevalent, yeah. that could be problematic. If I mean, you know, and this is a conversation that's been had since, like, the 90s. Yeah, do you think Grand Theft Auto had, that, had that effect? Oh. oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, no. Right? Yeah, no, no, I think no, it no, did no, have no a bad effect. It. I really do. <coughs> For real. I mean, on society, like oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I've beaten, played almost all those games. It yeah. had a bad impact. On yeah. society. Yeah. Okay. 
that's crazy though. No, yeah, that, that's pretty much where I was going. Yeah, with that. yeah, just exactly. Like, you know, what's going to happen when kids are all getting used to shooting each other in these headset games? And then one day one of them finds, you know, father's handgun, which is a scenario that happens all the time, even in this world we live in right now, where there's not just headsets on everything. Well, and it was happening but, before they had headsets. You know, oh, they were yeah. dueling. Yeah. Oh, Andrew yeah. Jackson was you know, dueling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say, right? right? And, you know, some kid even back then, you know, found his father's flintlock and shot someone you know i'm sure yeah. that was, you know, i'm sure you you looked through all the newspapers from colonial america yeah. you could find something like that you know you said I mean, shot my I mean, goat <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like well shit i don't know it's like he's three <laughs> it was different times back then uh, yeah but yeah that's pretty much where i was going with yeah that, you know? it, it, it is and, a, while we're on that subject, I'll just throw that in. I'll, I'll throw in the little fun fact for the day. It is April 19th. Today is the 247th anniversary of Lexington and Concord, which, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that was the first shots of the American Revolution in 1775. And how uh, long before things followed that? Like, when, that, when those shots fired, mm-hmm. when did it all pop off? Like, what are we talking, days? Was- well, you're talking weeks. Weeks. You know, I mean, time for the, you know, I can't give you exact dates and stuff for after, for the whole timeline that happened after that. I know that the war ended. But when that news uh, spread, but, oh, yeah, no, shots started after, firing. After that, because what happened was as the, uh, as the British were advancing through Lexington, they were on their way to Concord because there was a stock of, of arms and powder there. And uh, the local militia at Lexington decided that they were going to stand on the green and uh, and confront these the redcoats as they marched through and it was a it was a complete rout you know nobody knows who fired the first shot at Lexington right. and Concord that's still false a, flag still a mystery oh shit no no <laughs> don't do it dude don't even you know. we only have so many more minutes dude yeah. 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 damn man damn take us down that rabbit hole boom yeah <laughs> Dude, I wonder if there's any literature on that. Is there any uh, literature on that that actual happening and trying to dig in to who fired the first shot? Or surely there have been scholars who have tried to get to that. There, oh yeah, no, people have tried to figure out that. That's a big. I think what side that most do they, likely, do they know what side it was on? What the first shot? The red coats or the no? Or, nobody knows which side. They don't even know which because side. Because all the British fighting. officers testified that they did not give the order to fall, to to uh, to shoot. And of course, on the militia side, you had the famous quote from the militia ca- uh, uh, commander who said, "I can't remember his name, but I remember the quote where he said, Stand your ground. Do not fire unless fired upon. But if they mean to have a war, let it begin here.' That was his. That was the famous quote. So." Both sides stay yeah, that yeah, and it did. Damn, and it did. damn, dude. And so wow. both sides claim that they did not fire the first shot. I think we most did. likely the militiamen probably did. I mean, the, the, those redcoats they were trained professionals. I thought soldiers. you were gonna say. I thought and you were gonna it, say most likely it was some kid who took his fucking dad's gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fired yeah, the first right. shot. And he fired <laughs> shot you my know, goat. Shoot that goat. goat. <laughs> Kill the goat. Start to, it started to dinner. War yeah. starts. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was about seventy militiamen who stood on the King's Green that day, and I think only about twenty of them were French and Indian War veterans. So only about twenty of them had actual 
military experience. You know, most of them were just farmers. So did that and, battle and, continue on right there, like that, that? Right, you know, after the route at Lexington, uh, the British Army continued on the road to Concord, but other militia companies had... Her, you know, Paul Revere's famous ride where he yelled, the British are coming, the British are coming, you know. That was it. That was that was the big thing. All These militia companies were on their way at the time. And then when the route happened, as the British tried to continue to Lexington, or to uh, Concord, they just, they had militias on all sides of them just popping into them. And they retreated back to, uh, shit, I can't remember the name. I can't remember which city they were retreating back to. But that was like this, it was this long retreat where these militia companies, it was actually uh, an anomaly in military history, really, because at this time there was no coherent continental army, you know. All there was was these independent town militias who got together and just assaulted the shit out of the British as they attempted to retreat so back. So it was forming you know? as the revolution. And so it was a real, like, people's revolution at that time yeah. you know this was before general washington got in charge and he really washington is the guy who really whipped the the continental army into shape you know and made it a professional army you know but at this time that that didn't exist yeah, unbelievable. so i can only imagine you know I, in my head i can just see the british officer you know riding up to to those guys on the king's green and be like disband you fucking larpers <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you would LARP. Don't lie, yeah. man. You would LARP. <laughs> you reenact, man. You would LARP. No, no. That's, the, that's the joke, though. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I saw this thing. Uh, you remember back in like uh, 2019, there was that huge militia rally in Virginia? Yes. You know? Yeah. And there was all those militia guys in the street. That seemed you know, like it people, was 35 people years ago. People made a lot of fun yeah. of those guys. And there's some of those guys that I saw, and I was like, that you're a little ridiculous looking. Yeah. You know, like, and I can see why they drew the criticism that they drew, you know, but it's like, it's the same time. It's like, man, if you make fun of those guys, like you probably would have made fun of those militiamen standing on the green, you know, well, it's what like are you I mean, guys thinking? You know, you're standing out here with your, with your, with your hunting muskets and your, and your hunting pouches, you know, and you're going to, you're really, what do you think? Come on. Really? You know, I mean, it's, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I mean, it's something, uh, I mean, it's something that our country was founded upon. You can't deny that, no yeah. matter which, you know, uh, communities kind of standing on their own ground and having their protection in right. line, a last-case scenario type of thing. And uh, I think it's it's actually quite admirable uh, parts of it. I think, you know, if you let it get infiltrated by stupid ideas, you know, that's not good. Yeah, Like you if know? you let somebody convince you to try and... Kidnap the governor of Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe you're a dumbass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, know you I mean? didn't hear about I'm lost. Oh, what oh, well, this actually happened a while back, but yeah. it's just coming to light now. But uh, it was just, it was, so do you know what entrapment is when the FBI? Sure. Or, yeah. So, okay, so uh, there was these just some radical groups and people that they were able to isolate a couple of people. Uh, the FBI, I believe it was the FBI, right? well, yeah. maybe the another FBI organization. Started communicating with these guys online. Okay, undercover. Okay. And they were a couple of just dudes who had some guns, Smoking you know, and they, yeah, and, they would and, go off and shoot their guns in the woods sometimes like, and stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Let's just yeah. tell the story. Yeah. Let's just continue. <laughs> but uh, they started communicating with them online, and at the, I think the plot involved five people, and three of them were undercover agents, right? And so it was pretty much just these two dudes that they that they kind of got isolated, <laughs> and they actually worse this worse. like for yeah. over the course of months. These FBI agents would get a hold of these guys, be like, "Hey, man, let's go train." Let's and they would actually pick these guys up, take them to like ranges, give them all sorts of gear and stuff, and they had all sorts of like videos. The FBI guys, like at one point, they actually had these guys just dump their mags, right? And they videotaped it, and then in court, when these guys got you know arrested, it should, they they played this video in court. And they were like, Dumb. you know, tried to use it against yeah. them, you know, like, look at you dumbasses out here just mag dumping in the woods, you know, like, uh, and then on um, what they really got in trouble for was because they were caught sneaking around. A plot. They uh, developed it, a yeah. plot. They, and, and the FBI agents <clears throat> developed it. We're really right. the developers they, of a plot dude, to kidnap the governor They were going to kidnap her at her lake house. The FBI agents drove these guys out there at night. And, like, dropped them off, and they were like, yeah, dude, this is our mission. You know, go sneak around her house and take pictures and stuff. You know, do some reconnaissance work. Like, the FBI agents took them there, dropped them off, and were like, yeah, dude, go do and this. Yeah, but I, yeah. Don't know, but I believe they couldn't find her driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guys that... They couldn't even find her. <laughs> they didn't even complete their reconnaissance. <laughs> Damn it, you failures! <laughs> you fucking stoners! Yeah, they arrested them? And uh, I can't remember exactly at what point they got, like, they actually got pinned. Yeah. I don't think it was, like, that night. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know much about the story. But, but yeah, pretty much. I didn't know they... much about the story until recently when it, I, I like, I remember reading about it, but there was so much going on in the news. It didn't even yeah. seem like a big thing. And then when it came out that it was really an entrapment case, right. like, that it came out that it was entrapment, dude, like, complete, it was, it was, really. Yeah. And, uh. Like, they made these radical-minded people, instead of helping them, they made them more radical in order to maybe do something. Like, they took the worst of their thoughts and their intentions and tried to grow right. onto those things. It's, well, it's, they, just, they made a situation happen that would have never happened organically. Yeah. These sure. two potheads would have never just been like, hey, dude, you know what we should do? Yeah. <laughs> they, might have, they might have yeah. sat around and talked about kidnapping the governor, but that can guarantee you they would have never drove out to her lake house and snuck around out in the woods without those, you know. I mean, I can imagine them. They're all walking out like, hey, dude, what driveway they say it was? I don't know, dude. I'm just pissed I left the bag of fucking Cheetos in the car. Yeah. I'm fucking up the Cheetos in the car. Oh, man. Yeah. What's driveway was hers? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta take oh, a piss. Man. No. <laughs> no, like, you know, doing this, like, <coughs> cop drives by, and you're taking a piss, man? What are you doing out here? Yeah. I don't even know. Like, did maybe they did get arrested that night. I really have no idea what happened. I mean, how did the story come out? What I mean, what? Well, it I, came I out know. back in like 2020 in the height of the lockdowns. Oh, okay. No, that she was getting. There was a plot to kidnap the governor. Oh, right. Okay. That's why when this came out that they got off recently, people were like, "See, dude, another fucking mainstream media miss." Yeah. You know what I mean? They I were mean, used on, heavily dude. against the Boogaloo movement because I guess they had both on online. They were both. I got you. Boogaloo boys. It was used thing. against January sixth. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. used against yeah. Donald Trump people. Yeah. It was like fucking everything, man. And I don't even, you know, 
I don't even. It, it's just a shame that you have to say that. But for real, that's what it. That's what it is. You know. Yeah. And that's what it, it's trying to isolate a group of people that they want to make seem more radical than they really are. You know, when yep. all in all, they just fucking not. You know, just raise a certain way, and some of the shit they say is off the wall, but right. Don't even necessarily mean it, you know what I mean? Just yep. like you said, these two guys are just sitting in a, sitting in in Michigan, probably in rural Michigan, just talking shit, you know. Yeah. Next thing you know, man. I mean, yeah, you know. Next right? thing you know, you got the really though. You know, that's kind of scary, and people Dude. should be careful of that. And keep your thoughts. Yeah, like know who you are, you know, and be strong about that and don't let people bully you into shit that you really don't believe, dude. That's like, that's the lesson to take right there for yep. sure, you know. But uh, we'll wrap it up right here. We're right at an hour. So anybody yeah. want to end on anything or pretty much yeah. feel like we covered a lot think, there. Actually. Yeah, I think we, we've, we've gone all over the place tonight. Yeah, that's kind of fun though. We didn't come in here with a very set plan and I think it worked out all right. <laughs> yeah, we did what Elon Musk was playing on with space. Yeah. We just launched at something. And then we knew something good would come out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we did. did. All right, man. Well, that's it. Nothing? Who wants to say (laughs) bye? Who wants to say bye? Go ahead. Hey. You want to say it? See y'all later. (laughs) We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, We may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.